This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Matt Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. All right, good morning and welcome to Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. And with me, I have Pastor Brian Moore. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. And that's awesome. Glad to hear what's been going on these days. We got December 10th, 15 days to Christmas. What you guys doing? Hopefully, hopefully some Christmas shopping. If you're going to do that, hopefully, uh, you know, you got some. If you got some travel plans, you got that square. But we're going to do some church. Christmas Eve is coming like a freight train. It's going to be an incredible time. And so, uh, if you don't have a place to be this Christmas Eve, I would encourage you come to East Coast. We got a lot of options for you, a whole lot of them. And you can see all those options on our website. I guess would be best place to point you. Lots of services at all of our campuses, Vieira, Coco, and the Avenue here in the Parkway. And uh, we would love to. Uh, See you this Christmas. Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve Eve. Check it out on our website, eccc.us. Go ahead and get tickets because uh, it reserves and saves a seat for you. They are free tickets, by the way. But uh, we've we've uh, kind of had too many people show up before, and we've had to tell them, like, you got to wait. So we don't like doing that. Um, so get your tickets, get your seats reserved, eccc.us. Now, Brian, what what kind of uh, – do you have a thing, like, that people can just buy you for Christmas? Like, are you easy or are you, like, difficult? I'm, I'm not a very good gift-receiving guy. I'm like – so people go, hey, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, um, uh – and maybe that's because I'm radically blessed or I just don't receive love in that in that form. You know, like some people are like, you know, gift givers and gift receivers. You don't like have a thing. Like I don't. Yeah, I, I haven't had a thing for a long time. Like yeah. I've been one of those people, same kind oh, of. Oh, but like, you got a thing now. What do I get, Matt? Like, it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. I actually got two. I went from a zero to two. Two things. Okay. Sick. Yeah. You want to tell us? Not really. Don't tell us. Not don't really. tell us. Keep it a secret because we don't want anyone thinking you're hinting at something. Don't That's do that. That's it. I don't, don't want do to. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to hint to anything. But uh, I got. I, I do like. You have some hobbies now. That I got you some hobbies. Yeah, come on. I got some hobbies. Um, it's all. Is it so hard to buy for people that are like, I don't know. Yeah. Like my wife's that way too. Like she doesn't like stuff. Yeah. Like she literally wears black flip flops. Yeah. Ninety nine percent of the time. And it's cool. She's she's fine with that. Like she's mad when she has to wear yeah. nice shoes. Yeah. Like yeah. She's just cool. Like I buy she doesn't far wear anything. Have way more shoes than my wife does as well. <laughs> my wife. My wife. You know what? You lied. On. You're a shoe guy. I'm a shoe guy, but those are not easy to buy when you're a six when foot you eight size big 15s, man. <laughs> you can't help but to buy them. But sometimes even the 15s aren't good. Sometimes I need the 16. So Dang. yeah, it's a uh, you know it's hit or miss. But uh, when I you see know. that size 11 and a half. Yeah, it's you're all like nothing. You know, it's like whatever. <laughs> They're everywhere. There's 42 <laughs> options. I, bu- I remember I saw some like 15s or 16 flip flops oh, yeah. in the store. Oh, yeah. I called you. Yeah, I'm like, bro, they got it, dude. Do pick them up. Them? <laughs> you just you just picked them up. It's good You're stuff. the shoe guy. That's I like hilarious. Shoes. I do like shoes. That's amazing. I love that. I do like pocket knives, and I'm nice. and I I'm a pocket knife guy, and nice. I like golf, and I love golf. So yeah. it's easy. I mean, golf balls, tees, stuff like that. Yeah, you know. But um, yeah, I, I'm easy Christmas now. It's coming. I'm so. In fact, it's golf so bad that you need. <laughs> Everything. It's like I went from needing nothing to just needing everything all the time. Like, someone just buy me some gloves. Like, who, you know, for my birthday, just like, that's funny. You know, it's so funny. But anyway, it's always a joy to know uh, Christmas is coming. And of course, the reason isn't to buy stuff, it is for uh, celebrate Jesus Christ and his yeah. birth, uh, which ultimately led to the death of Christ and his resurrection, which is where we get. Our, uh, our life and salvation from, and it's awesome to talk about that. Um, in fact, we're going to talk a little bit about Jesus' humility and uh, him just 
actually coming to the earth on Philippians chapter two and, and humbling himself before the entire world. So that's really exciting. And uh, how you get on board with the program, um, again, you can go to the website, eccc.us. You can get our podcast, call 321-452-1060, um, or you can get our app. Uh, well, the app's awesome. We love the app. And uh, YouTube, we've got all the messages from Sunday morning on there as well. Um, and if you're looking for a church this time of year, We'd love to have you. Uh, we've got locations in Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. Uh, we've actually purchased five acres in Vieira, and we're we're gunning towards a building, Come right? We we haven't built anything yet, but we're moving full steam ahead. Uh, people are excited. People are giving. People are part of the process, and it's it's just really fun to see the momentum. And uh, we had a parade at Thanksgiving. We on the property. We put up tents and market lights and all sorts of stuff, and it was really fun. We had a couple. But there's about 6,000 people surrounding wow. us and 1,000 people or so came to the tents and just talking and hanging That's out great. and milling around the area. So really, really good time. But we're going to jump into Philippians chapter 2. And uh, Brian, uh, you you can read first this time because okay. uh, I never read first. It's just like a rule that I have. I've Dude. never read first in like 10 years of doing this. And so why don't you read to verse 15 and I'll jump in in verse 16 and I must say unto you, read, sir. All right, Philippians chapter 2 from the New Living Translation. Is there any encouragement from, begin- from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love? Any fellowship together in the Spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? They make me truly happy, then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and born, uh, was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Dear friends, you always followed my instruction when I was with you, and now I'm away, uh, and now that I am away, it is even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. Do everything without complaining and arguing, so that no one can criticize you. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright lights in the world full of crooked and perverse people. As you hold firmly to the word of life, and then I will be able to boast on that day of Christ that I did not run or labor in vain. But even if I am being poured out like a drink offering on the sacrifice and service coming from your faith, I am glad and rejoice with all of you. So you too should be glad and rejoice with me. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, that I also may be cheered when I receive good news about you. I have no one else like him who will show genuine concern for your welfare, for everyone looks out for their own interests not those of Jesus Christ. But you know that Timothy has proved himself, because as a son with his father, he has served with me in the work of the gospel. I hope, therefore, to send him as soon as I see how things go with me. 
and I'm confident in the Lord that I myself will come soon. But I think it is necessary to send back to you Epaphroditus, uh, my brother, my co-worker, and fellow soldier, who is also your messenger, whom you send to take care of my needs. For he longs for all of you and is distressed because you heard he was ill. Indeed, he was ill and almost died. But God had mercy on him, and not only him, but also on me, to spare me sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore, I am all the more eager to send him, so that when you see him again, you may be glad that I may have less anxiety. So then, welcome him in the Lord with great joy, and honor people like him, because he almost died for the work of Christ. He risked his life to make up for the help you yourselves could not give me. Uh, oh, man. All right. Well, uh, this chapter is pretty awesome. Um, really like it. And I just want to just jump into this verse that really stood out to me. It was verse 15. And it says, So that you may become blameless and pure, children of God, without fault, in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky. And I just like that phrase, shining like stars in the sky. Um, stars shine in a dark place when it's very, very dark, uh, when there's no light, when everything's kind of the sun has gone past the horizon is when you begin to see the stars. And we have this ability to shine like stars in a dark world. And how do we do that? Well, verse 14 says how we do that. Do everything without grumbling and arguing. And I was like, whoa, yeah. like if I do things without complaining, if I do things without arguing, I will shine like stars in the night, like stars in the sky. Like I'll stand out. Like literally you will stand out around people uh, when you don't argue, when you don't grumble. In fact, I had an experience. I was, I was golfing and, uh, we had uh, we kind of got delayed. They had scheduled some kind of tournament in front of us, and so as we peel around the corner, there's literally like twelve people on the green in front of us, just like standing there. And uh, we're like, "Oh no!" And we had limited hours, and it was we knew that we were going to hit dark yeah. um, almost anyway. We were going to hit almost sunset, and so we we just drove around everybody, did like the back nine, and then came back and did you know the three holes that we would have missed. And when we pulled in. Actually, a guy had come to us, and uh, the range had range. come to us, range guy. He came and said, hey, look, can you be in before it's dark, you know? And we're like, we'll really try. We just need – we got to get two more holes. He said, yeah. no problem. So we pull up, and uh, this other guy there was um, kind of mad. You could just tell. He was grumbling <laughs> and complaining, and he was arguing with the guy that came out to us to kind of warn us. Yeah. And uh, he's like, no, there's just one more coming in. And he's like, you know, he's like grouchy, grouchy, you know. And uh, and so he started kind of barking at me. And I just like looked at him and I was like, you have an issue? Like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And he just started barking at me. And I said, look, we didn't schedule this tournament. Yeah. Like we paid to be here in golf and you guys did this. And we kind of, I, I kind of stood up for myself. And then as – as it was kind of winding down, he sort of chilled out, and the guy that was really kind, he apologized. He says, "Like I'm wow. really sorry, man. Like wow. I'm sorry." Yeah. And I was like, "Dude, no problem. I'm not upset at all. But yeah. I'm I'm not gonna like, look, we paid to be here. Like yeah. we're gonna have fun, and you know." And then, who do you think I tipped? Yeah. <laughs> 
The grouchy guy? <laughs> no. no. Um, <laughs> the guy that had an awesome attitude. And yeah. you know what? He stood out to me. And it stood out to me that he even recognized yeah. that his fellow person was was actually not acting right, apologized for him. Yeah. And, you know, like in a consuming world and businesses, when there's 500 restaurants you can choose, yeah. there's whatever, yeah. right? You're going to remember the people and the restaurants and the places that treated you well. Yeah, it's good. You're going to go back there and you're going to leave great reviews on their Yelp and on their TripAdvisor and on their on Google and on the website, right? You're going to stand out like a star in yeah. the business world. Oftentimes we forget that in our own personal life and really in our own personal representation of Jesus that we actually can stand out like a star yeah. when we don't do things grumbling and arguing and complaining. Yeah. Now, this is a super big challenge to me because I can have a tendency to be argumentative. Like I can have a tendency to fight for everything I want and tooth and nail. Um, and some of that's just it's a good thing. But many times it's a bad thing. It's it's a it's a it's a tough thing where my wife has to remind me like, hey, look, you know, you might actually have to see that person again. <laughs> Chill. I'm like, you're right. I'm so sorry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And so um, I just felt like that was a personal challenge and a way that I could look like I will stand out in a dark world if I do things without grumbling and complaining. And instead of grumbling and complaining and arguing, I can do things with a good attitude. I can defend myself. I can stand up for myself, but I don't have to do it with a bad attitude. Yeah. I can do it with a big smile on my yeah. face, right? Yeah. And, like, I, I can still be honorable and I can still stand up for what's right, but I don't need to be a grumbler and, like, yeah. me, 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 you know, that sort of thing and just arguing, criticizing, complaining. We can stand out um, at our Christmas Family celebrations, yeah. if we're not the ones grumbling about everything. Yeah. Because families, for some reason, they like to grumble together. It's like it's like this whole commiserating, like, what about this person? And that person's dumb. And this person this. Blah, 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 blah. And families a lot of times can get real nitpicky about all these people. What if you don't do that? What if you're honoring? What if you have a good attitude? You'll stand out. You'll actually influence the people around you, too. Yeah, I love the uh, I love that example. Like I, I think of raising my kids. Of course, you want your kids to be like this, not complaining and you know arguing and bickering and fighting all the time, right? We think of you know we'll train our kids this way, but then you know as we read this, we go, oh, that's good for our kids. Uh -huh. well, what about us? You know, what about when it becomes real to us and we say, you know what, I'm going to be set apart. I'm going to live different, and uh, that we could be an example to those around us, and you know. It's, a, it's an incredible time of the year to be able to do this because everyone's hustling and bustling. You're going to stand in line somewhere. You're going to encounter some traffic at a mall or somewhere out and about this this uh, you know this next month or so. And why not? Why not you know be encouraged today to go, you know what? I'm going to do like it says in verse uh, up there in, the, in verse 3. It says, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Think of others better than yourselves. Like that's the perspective so that we don't end up grumbling and complaining. When we're grumbling and complaining, we're really just looking at ourselves. It's very introspective. What about me? You know, what about me? What about me? And Paul's encouraging me here to this to the, the church is to go, hey, you know what? Let's not think about us all the time. Let's not think about impressing people all the time. Let's be humble. And humble doesn't mean that you get walked on, like you were saying. You don't have to get stomped on. I mean, you can take pride in what you do, but yeah, no, humility is a whole different ballgame. Paul would defend ballgame. himself regularly. Absolutely. Regularly, he yeah. would stand up for himself. Yeah, I, I, I just like the picture of going, you can be humble, but yet stand up, right? Sure. You can. It's, it's a heart attitude of going, 
this about me or it's about you? And it's looking outward instead of just always looking inward and complaining and whining and what about me? Poor me, you know? And, um, you know, we're trying to raise our kids in, in a way that isn't going to be this way. I want to actually live this way in front of my kids as well as in front of my community. So I think it's good encouragement. It's really good. You know, I, I thought about this too. Early on in my marriage, um, one thing that I was told some really good advice is don't complain publicly about yeah. my spouse. It's good. Like, don't go to my friends and whine about her behavior. And Should I talk bad about my wife right now to the whole community? <laughs> and one thing my <laughs> wife said to me, um, it really drove it home. And she's like, I will never badmouth you in That's front great. of my friends. It's great. I it, what you know. I will never complain about you. I will never badmouth you. If we've got an issue, we'll take it to a counselor. That's we'll good. take it to a, a mentor. We'll take it to someone, and we'll do, deal with it privately. I will never air you out in front of my friends. And it's really been something that my wife has honored me with for yeah. for the sixteen years of marriage that we've had. And I've honored her with that too. Wow. I will never talk bad about That's my great. wife in front of anybody. If we've got an issue. We'll first of all deal with it with one another. Yeah. If it doesn't work there, then we'll take it to somebody that we respect That's that good. will keep it private that I can get advice from. And I'm telling you right now, if you've been living in the world of grumbling and complaining about your spouse, your spouse probably knows it. Yeah. Your, your spouse is probably insecure about it. Your, your spouse probably wonders, like— what you're talking to your friends about because they get wind of this stuff and they can tell. And not to mention, it comes out in your everyday language. You'll joke about it. You will yeah. you may not air them out in front of your friends, but in front of your friends, you may you may take a, a shot that's a joke at them. And so I, in order to heal that, I would, I would really consider to never do that again and to make that commitment in your heart. If you're willing to do that, then go to your spouse and apologize and say, you know, I've I've dealt with things wrong between us. I wow. some of our frustrations I've I've just complained to my friends and I don't want to do that anymore and I'm going to commit to never doing that again. It doesn't help anything. Right. It it doesn't do anything. Like to complain to your friends and vent, it's it's not healthy. It's not good. You know what what it really actually does? It keeps you focused on the negative things. Yeah. It it just like keeps it lodged into your mind and you can't get it out. But you know, yeah, like your husband uh, maybe leaves his underwear all over the bathroom floor and all over the house and doesn't clean it up, and that's frustrating to you. Um, there's there's lots of things I could say about that, but I remember my wife said one time she's reading a book about a lady whose husband died, and she longed for the days wow. that her husband left his dirty clothes on the ground. Wow. She missed the days where that was happening, and she regretted the days that she spent time complaining about that and, and grumbling and arguing about that. Um, your marriage will shine among them like stars in the sky if you don't grumble and you don't complain. This doesn't mean you're a punching bag. This doesn't mean you don't handle your business, but it means you don't handle it publicly. Yeah, that's good. I, I, I mean, that's incredible advice for us in marriage. I, I think it works not only in marriage. It works in, you know, in your work environment. Don't tear your boss down publicly. Don't tear your coworkers down publicly. You know, like don't vent, you know, to, to your peers about your boss. All that's going to do is stir up strife, and that's not bringing anything good into your work environment and your workspace. And so I, I literally wrote down in here, this works for marriage. It works for family. It works for church. It works in your workplace. You know, this, this don't be selfish and don't try to impress one another with, oh, how good you are and how bad 
bad someone else is. It's Again, it's puffing yourself up to make yourself look some way that others might look less than. And what comes down to, when we see the model of Jesus here, he humbled himself. He had every reason, every right, and every ability to go, look at me, check me out, look what I'm capable of, but yet he didn't. He brought himself down to what, what appeared in human form, it says, and he humbled himself to obedience, to, um, in obedience to God. And this is an obedience issue. I, I, I love that Paul is going, hey, you know what? I'm going to send Timothy over there, and I can't wait to hear how well it's going over there, right? Like, he's encouraged about, even in that, not complaining, going, oh, I've heard just terrible things about you guys over there, right? Like, because, again, word would get back to him, but yet he's going, hey, I'm going to send someone over there, and I'm excited to hear the fruit of this stuff, of how you're living. And so it's a great encouragement. Let's let's do this today. Let's do this this week. Let's look around and go, hey, how can I, how can I humble myself and exalt someone else? How can I lift somebody else up? And what happens when we lift someone else up? The whole, the whole comes up higher, you know. And uh, we can change environments this way. It's a great encouragement. That's so good. Um, there's a, there's a, like a simple principle here that you could apply to your life is only vent up. Yeah. Don't vent out to peers. Yep. Don't vent down to your children, to your employees. Um, vent up. Yep. But I think what happens is we. We sometimes we vent down and yeah. we vent out for various reasons. Yeah. Sometimes we're trying to posture. Sometimes we're trying to pull people to our side. Of course, yeah. Sometimes we're trying to feel better about ourselves. Sometimes we're just we feel a lack of justice. Sometimes we might not know who to, who we can vent to, so we vent to the the convenient person. And the problem is. The people that you're venting to don't often have good advice for you. They've yeah. they've not walked in your shoes because they're peers yeah. and because they may be below you in terms of like in their experience or, you know, like your children, they don't have your experiences. Yeah. So, you know, you're going through a struggle in a marriage. Don't vent down to your child and, and, you know, talk bad about their dad or about their mom. Even if you've gone through a divorce, like that doesn't matter. Don't yeah. don't talk to your children about how bad that person is and like put them down and criticize and grumble and complain, you know, and, and again, there are some extreme cases where you have to tell a child, Hey, this person's not safe for you anymore. Yeah. Like they've done some bad things. We've got to separate ourselves. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about really these words, grumbling and arguing. Yeah. They're not, they're not as serious as like somebody's, you know, committed a crime against you. Don't grumble and complain down to your children. Don't grumble and complain. That's why it's really important for you to build solid friendships, um, with people that are that are above you and, and and get mentors and people get discipleship, get under somebody's authority. Uh, if you if you're in a business, get in a business group like where there's other business owners where, yeah, you know, sometimes you got an employee that's driving you nuts and yeah. you just don't know what to do about it. Yeah. You got to like, hey, how do I deal with this person? Like, they may, man, I've dealt with the same thing. You just need to fire them. What? How will I survive? You know what? You will survive. Or maybe they've got better advice for you, yeah. and they've they've got something else for you to say. You know, whatever. Um, and you know, you're struggling in your marriage. You need you need to get under, uh, and in the community of Christ because there's amazing marriages all around you. There's we've got some folks at our church that that have been married for forty, fifty, sixty years. years. Like yeah. what? Good, godly people, they're by no means perfect. That's why they're qualified. Yeah. They've been through it. They know what the deal is, and they'll they'll love you through it. And I've I've seen some people at our church, I won't throw their names out there because we're here on the radio, but you know, where it's like, yeah, I, I've I've seen my marriage get better because I was I talked to the, 
you know, whoever it was family. Right. And it's like, really? Wow, that's so cool. And they've got kind of a reputation where they're available to talk about the issues that we've got in our life. Don't vent down, only vent up. Don't vent out, vent up. And the other thing I want to put out here is margin will help you not grumble and complain. That's good. Adding a little space to your life, adding, you know, leaving a little earlier. It's oftentimes when we're in a rush that we tend to grumble and complain. You know, we're in the store, the person's going slow, you know, and we're we're fired up. We're firing shots, right? Because we didn't leave in enough time. Yeah. You know, we need to own part of that ourselves, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's somebody else's fault. You know, we we oftentimes it's easier for us to project it on, well, that person said something and it triggered this. Well, again, like you said, if we just had some margin there, maybe that wouldn't even have triggered anything in us and we could actually walk peacefully. And so we're actually gonna get to a break and uh, we'll be back right after the break. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too small or too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Or visit us online at ineedafencenow.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Hi everyone, Kevin Barfield here with Barfield Contracting and Associates. We are a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. We're located in Cocoa Village, but we service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. We also offer many discounts, military, senior. As always, we offer free estimates and we appreciate every opportunity that we're given. We're at 454-4531. That's 454-4531, Barfield Contracting. Treating you like family. God bless you. The Mezzanine Church for Young Adults. Pursuing the presence of God both locally and globally, The Mezzanine meets at East Coast Christian Center every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Call 321-452-1060, extension 133 for more information. That's 452-1060 or visit mz9.org. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Breath. All right, we're in Philippians chapter 2, and I want to read verse 5. In your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ. And it goes on to say that he humbled himself 
Like Jesus humbled himself, even though he was equal to God, he didn't treat us as he was equal to God. He treated us as equals. Like he literally died on the cross for us. And I think this whole chapter really lines up with when we're grumbling, when we're complaining, we're not being humble. We're, we're being arrogant and prideful. We're in a rush. And if we can humble ourselves and we can have the same mindset that was in Jesus, we can walk in humility. We can bring peace. We, yeah. You know, this season is peace on earth, goodwill towards men, right? We can actually be that peace, be that goodwill if we're willing to walk it out, if we're willing to, to be of one mind and one spirit, as it says in verse 2, making Paul's joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love and one mind and one spirit. Man, I don't do anything out of selfish ambition or vain, but rather in humility, valuing others above yourself, not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interest of others. Like, what? Yeah, it's a choice. We get we get to choose this, and uh, it's a great time to choose it. Let's choose it today. Let's choose it this week. God, help us. Help us to do it by the Spirit of God. We need your help. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.